I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, in the whole night, this isn't a man. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards it, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and there was a big black thing, is all I can Welcome to Squatch DTV. Exploring the Bigfoot mystery each week with your hosts, veteran researcher, author, and TV personality, the Squatch Detective, Steve Culls. And from the Bigfoot Research Project of Kentucky, Chris Bennett. Sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around North America discussing the Bigfoot phenomena, but not without a few laughs, too. Here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. And good evening, cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, March 21st, 2021. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective Steve Coles, along with my co-host, Mr. Chris Bennett. Steve, what's going on? Hey, man, isn't, uh, is today the first day of spring or is it tomorrow? That was yesterday. What? I missed it. Oh. <laughs> Yesterday. Uh, well, that's okay. I, I, as long as we get the warm weather, I'm I'm fine with that. How's things going for you in New York, sir? Uh, very warm today. I've been in the 50s yesterday, up to 62 today. Good. You know, um, I, I had to start, you know, that song yesterday. Why did I say yesterday? Now, <laughs> now I have that song stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leprosy. All my skin is falling off of me. <laughs> oh, I'm half the man I used to be. Oh, how did I get leprosy? Okay. Uh, that's enough of that. Uh, yeah. So oh. we got a heck of a guest tonight. We got Mr. Dale Boswell. Pass it down, Chris. Dale. Hello, Dale. <laughs> I feel like I'm on Hollywood Squares. Uh, <laughs> just like Dr. Brady Bunch, you know. Yep. <laughs> Chris is Atlas because he's always in the middle. 
so anyway, let's do the roll call for our folks that are out there in the, yeah, the chat is hot. Cyberspace there. Hello to here. B. Hi, B. Just glad you have guest Dale Boswell. Oh, yeah. And we got uh, show. hello, Prairie Fire. Good Prairie to see Fire. you. Welcome. Quick witty, howdy, y'all. Hi again, quick witty. Alan, how are you? Kite. David Winter. Hello. Good day. Ken Parnell. Hello, Ken. Welcome, Ken. Uh, no, not a new intro. It's been there. Um, I don't know. Maybe the volume. Ammon Chris is out there. Hello, Ammon. Welcome. Good to and see we you. got Charlie Wonton. Hello, Dan. Charlie. <laughs> Diane is also out there. Hey, Diane. Terry. Terry's out there. Hello, Terry. Welcome, Terry. David Wickham. Hello, David. David, welcome. Just a couple of months. I'll be seeing you again. I'll be seeing you. <laughs> Bob Lemley. Hello, hello. Hey, Bob. And of course, we got Carrie out there. Hello, Carrie. Welcome. Suzanne's out there. Good old Suzanne. Suzanne yay. Miriam. And Miriam is out there. Welcome. Walt and little Walt are out there. Hi, Walt. Big Walt, little Walt. Welcome, course, guys. What night is complete without Sherry? Uh, hey, Sherry. So here we are. Uh, that's the check ins so far. Um, they're coming across the board, both from good old Facebook and the YouTube. So, when, like I said, oh, look who else showed up. We got Mike. Hello, Michael. Hey, Tack. What's going on, man? <clears throat> so, we got a heck of a show uh, tonight with Mr. Dale Boswell. Um, but just for fun tonight, uh, we're going to play the uh, drone video for a little bit. Mm. That was kind of. So, tonight was the uh, launch of Squatch Detective Air. A little bit bouncy, a little bit shaky. Um, uh, quick, what he asked if we're. No. Uh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to Kentucky. Kentucky Expedition. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but just for fun today, we uh, launched uh, Squatch Detective Air. And uh, as you can see, there it is going up. I'll kind of mute that down, bring that down a little bit. But uh, so that just went up today. Um, it's streaming very oddly. I don't know why it's streaming that way. Hmm. Pretty big file, maybe it. No, it was streaming. It was streaming before we we cast pretty well. Remember? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know why it's um seems to be skipping. I hope that doesn't do that for the other videos because the other videos are very important tonight. Maybe it's because I have a bunch of other files loaded in this. I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, the actual video is pretty smooth. I don't know why this is skipping around. It's like buffering. So. But yep, we had the, and it's also getting very pixelated, which it wasn't either. So I can't <laughs> wait. I hope you bring that thing to Kentucky, man. I want to put an AK-47 on it. <laughs> I've said he bought a drone that lasted a whole forty-five minutes. Now hangs in a tree, fifty-foot up in the air. Oh, Bob. Well, I'm smart. I I I, I know. Uh, yeah, you know, drinking and flying. Um. You know, I, I am really lucky. I, I kind of put some parameters on it so I didn't couldn't fly it too far. It was its maiden voyage today. Yeah. And yeah. the cool thing is, is I got one with a, you know, return to home function and then an auto land. Yeah. So, so I have an auto takeoff, which will take it off up to five feet. It'll hang there for a minute until I take over controls and it'll land, oh. you know, once I get it over home and land it. Good Lord, I don't want to hit the auto land, uh, you know, 
That's my only my only fear is hitting the auto land when it's way out of oop, I didn't mean to hit the auto land. But the other cool thing is is it lands very slowly and I can actually uh uh you know contrav I still have uh, pilot control over the auto landing. So oh, I can yeah. still move it. I can still move it a bit. Um but I was really shocked at, you know, for the price I paid for this drone, the quality um of of the pictures. Um Again, what what is this going to be used for? Uh, primarily, is going to be used for you know just landscape detection. Get up there, take a look at the terrain real quick. It's not going to be used to try to run down a Bigfoot. Um, so, but uh, everything seemed to work fine. Um, <clears throat> Dave said he had a GPS um, drone, but the phone wouldn't work right. That's uh, uh, believe it or not, it it doesn't. Uh, yeah, I mean GPS can be a little, little sketchy at best in some certain places. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Like if you get a lot of uh, cloud cover, uh, sometimes you don't lose your signal and stuff. Yeah, see, I don't know why. You know, I, I don't know why this is so skippy. Um, it's probably the streams doing it. Yeah, it wouldn't like that a while ago. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I mean, we even. Oh. That's cool. Hang on, it's there. It is. Here she is coming down. Um. <laughs> no, uh, quick, witty. This is actually a um, a Holy Stone uh, drone. The name of the company is Holy Stone, and um, it's not that expensive. It's under two hundred dollars, and it claims it has two K video, and the video is pretty crisp. And um, there she is coming back home. Ah. Yeah, that jumped. So, um, new toy looks cool. I like it. So, yep. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you know, you can't hurt getting a GPS drone, at least when you fly it in areas that you can get a good GPS fix. Yeah. Um, and actually, you shouldn't. You should have no problem getting a GPS fix with your phone. It's just the Google mapping that may, but this doesn't work on uh, uh, um, Google Maps. So, <coughs> got to excuse me. I have a little a touch of bronchitis uh, coming on the last couple of days. So, well, yeah, about anything to use it requires a cell phone signal. Sometimes, uh, if you're using like Google Maps or something, then yeah, you're gonna have a problem. Well, this connects to the phone via the Wi-Fi. So, you know, as long as I keep my Wi-Fi button on, it, it communicates yeah. using the, the Wi-Fi signal. The drone has an antenna. You sync the Wi-Fi, and up it goes, and we play with it for a little bit. Very cool. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's got a little, lots of uses. Uh, Smile the neighbors, you know, get the mail. Um, <laughs> Don't watch your, your neighbor lay out in a bikini, Steve. Don't do that. <laughs> Oh man! So, um, yep. Uh, okay. So, anyway, who is this guy we have downstairs here, Mister Dale Boswell? And uh, just so you know, Dale ha Dale is a musician, and um, here is uh, um, um, oh yeah, and uh, Bob just said a lot of the newer, smaller drones you use for your phone video screen. Yes, ah. uh, that that's exactly what it is. I I, I put my phone into the controller and it actually transmits the screen of the camera to my phone. 
So as I'm flying, I can actually have a heads-up display, like real-person view, where it is. So, and uh, surprisingly, the the transmission of the uh, the video to the phone was really really sharp as well. So, no complaints. No complaints. This is cool. As technology advances, the Bigfoot mystery is closer to being solved. And <laughs> my credit card bills advance too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are those advance yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so we got Dale. We're gonna uh, Dale. With your permission, we're gonna play your your uh, cool music video. So sure. Hang on, we're having all sorts of difficulty with video tonight. Out in the woods where nobody goes, one big foot, five big toes, we're big foot. You're big foot. I'm big foot. We're big foot. I'm big foot. There you have it. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a little something I was playing with, old novelty song. All righty. So, Dale, I, I guess let's let's uh, tell us about yourself. What what started you in the business? The good, the bad, the ugly. It doesn't matter. Um, but I, I assume you had a long interest in the, uh, the Bigfoot. So I have, I have, so. my story is pretty much, uh, like a lot of other folks have started, uh, you know, in the in search of days and, uh, reading the national Enquirer. My mom used to buy one actually about, and we loved them reading all the stories about the Bigfoots and aliens and that, and, uh, and I reading everything I get my hands on you know, like everyone else. Uh, uh, and it wasn't up until uh, 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 2011, I had some surgery on my neck and, and I had to, uh, it put me out in the music business for a couple of years. And uh, it was that time when I really got into the, into the Bigfoot uh, phenomenon as far as uh, you know, researching, uh, uh, looking at everything, reading everything, YouTube, everything I could see, studying it and, uh, and talking to people. And so uh, uh, about 2013, or 2014 is actually when when I realized that those critters were in my neighborhood, you know, and, and uh, like a lot of people, I just figured, well, they were ma they're mainly out on the West Coast somewhere, you know, uh, until I got to doing a little digging a little deeper. But uh, in 2014, my 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 daughter had a sighting uh, in, in my front yard and it's on it's on my YouTube channel. I, I, I documented it. I think it's called a. Uh, a white Bigfoot sighting in Alabama, something like that, as you can see it. Uh, but it was a white one. And uh, really? in uh, 2014. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very, uh, it was, was it very a... unique. She's, she's one of these people that had no interest in UFO, uh, UFOs and Bigfoots whatsoever and, and still don't, you know. Uh, couldn't care, couldn't care less for them. But uh, a story how that goes is that, that day, I had a, I took a, a four a, a piece of plywood that was a you know standard piece eight foot tall and four feet wide and and being a graphics artist and illustrator I was able to uh, scale up you know the what, what a bigfoot supposedly looks like uh, and it was about you know about that size of uh, eight feet tall and four feet wide you know? oh. so uh, I had painted the front part of it black solid black and I I, I, I laid it up against my carport. I was kind of leaned up there, and I was going to paint the uh, 
the, the other side of the next thing. Well, it, it was laying against my part, carport. It was kind of facing. The and but but uh, anyway, later on that night, my daughter had walked out onto the front porch about two thirty in the morning, you know, prime booger time, and uh, she looked over and, and and saw something. But the next morning, I was I was taking her to a doctor's appointment, and before I could get out of the out of out of the driveway, she stopped me. She said, uh, "She said, uh, let me ask you, said uh, do we have polar bears in Alabama?" And I'm like, mm, "Not that wow. I know of, you know." <laughs> but she went to tell me about it, and and uh, you know, that's the first thing she thought about was polar bear. She said it was big, uh, of course, and it was a uh, standing straight up. Uh, she could. Uh, she said it was, was white or kind of a dirty white color, and uh, the way the way she described it. And she said, she said, she said it was looking at that thing you built, you know. And I thought, well, that's that's odd, you know. But I have heard that that they're they're very curious and, and territorial, you know. So may, that's why I call it my Bigfoot decoy, you know. I think, well, maybe maybe they were in the bushes somewhere and seen that and said, hey, who's that in my neighborhood? Let me go investigate. You. But anyway, she said it was it was it was white. And she said its hair. She didn't say fur. She said its hair was long, and she. Uh, she referred it to uh she said you ever seen one of those dogs that just got real real uh, afghan or something it's got real pretty long hair she said it looked like that and asked her well was it what was he white all over and she said well uh, up to about his knees she said from there down it's kind of orange color and, and you know you ever seen a, a labrador or a blonde uh cocker spaniel or something that, that kind of gets in the mud and dirt and how they're mm-hmm. that blonde kind of turned oranges yeah. That's what it. That's yeah. what. Uh, that's what she said yeah. it looked like. Uh, but you know, but this was the real kicker, you know, because back then wasn't many people talking about about this. But what right. she told me uh, back then that she could, she would have had to see it to know that. But she said, she said, and the way it moved, she said there was no sound. She said it did like this, and it was gone. She said, and, and she would use the word gliding like on skates or something. She said it was just gone, you know, and. Uh, but that was that was the the, the, the first time I heard a, or had a clue that could be in my neighborhood. But boy, I couldn't wait to get home from the doctor's appointment because I went straight <laughs> them woods, you know, around my yeah. house. And man, I found you know the, the tree structures and bins and things like that that I've been seeing on these videos I've been watching. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh wow, look at that! You know, right, right in my backyard. So that kind of that kind of kickstarted. Did you uh, inspect your cutout that you made? I did. It was okay. It didn't. It didn't like pee on it or anything like. That. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, uh, I not, not, for, like a, not for territorial purposes, but uh, made, what comes to mind oh. is what, what comes to mind is history of the world part one. With the creation of art came the first art critic. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. That's very possible. And I still have that thing. Matter of fact. It's a, uh, uh, nailed to the front of my house right now. <laughs> well, a few more folks came in. Uh, Aaron came in. He's good, running a little late. We'll will welcome you. And good to have you, Aaron. And Sarah's in the house. Hello, Sarah. That's Sarah. Um. So, all right. Let's let's fast forward to what you know. So, you know, you have stuff going on on your property, right. correct? Right. And, and it was yeah. uh, it was 2018 when I, when I really started. Uh, uh, you know, really uh, accumulating some, I call it proof of evidence, 
You know, and I'm well, sure you know what that is, proof of evidence. So, you know what I mean? You, before, you can prove yeah. it. There's evidence, but you can't prove it. So how did, that, how did that all start, though? I mean, how, how, what, what did you start to notice at first? And you're like, hey, I, I think I got a couple of boogers on the, on the property. What's going on? Um, well, uh, besides my daughter seeing the, the white the white booger in the front yard, um, uh, I, I found some, uh, you know, some, some of the tree structures, some of the, uh, the, the X's, some of the the asterisk symbols type things like that, you know, that has contributed to these things. Uh, I'd say we, we don't know for sure, but you know, that's, that's what I had, had been seeing at the time. Um, but uh, in, in uh, like I say, 20, 2017, uh, I started researching a little bit and I actually had the opportunity to uh, go to New Mexico on a, what we call a, a, a Bigfoot tour. It was a Brenda, Brenda Harris conference, matter of fact. Mm -hmm. We went, went to her home. I heard you talking about that earlier. She's on very interesting. Pod, on another podcast or something. She's yeah. a real sweet lady. So we went up yep. with her and ended up going up on a, on a, about 8,000 feet in a mountain, on a mountain there with her and uh, some friends, Mark Newbo and Dan Ricky and uh, uh, some other people. Uh, so uh, when she take you up to the Luka Chu guys? I don't remember exactly what about. the name of the mountain was, what the name of it was. No, there's either the Chiscas, the Luka Chu guys, or the Caritos. Oh, okay. So. I couldn't pronounce it anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Brenda's been on the show and I've met Brenda too. You're a great, great she, person. She's a sweetheart. Yep. Uh, but that, that was fun. Uh, uh, my daughter went with me and, and we, we may, uh, I think she may have captured a booger on a, uh, on a, on a thermal uh, oh. camera. Uh, she sure looks like a person standing there and wasn't nobody supposed to be up there besides us. And I, I think Mark, Mark Newble was using the, the photograph on, a, on his presentation once in a while. Yep. But that's 2017. Uh, you now, 2018, um, I got back home and, and was searching. And, and, and I started out there. Uh, th there's a road up above my house, and it's called Wild Man Bottom Road. And, you mm. know, people name roads for a reason a lot of time, whether it's just for the whoever lived there first or the neighbor or something, you know, or something. So I'm wondering, why is this called Wild Man Bottom Road? Yeah. A bunch of naked guys running around or what you know <laughs> so um, but it went way back in the woods real real hilly you know and over creeks and stuff and little bridges and my little four-wheel drive truck you know just get all back up in there yeah uh, but there's a this 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 bridge in particular particular while i would where i would park at and uh you know do my little boogering at night and go and do a little hooping and hollering which i i, I can't i can't really hit the high notes when you do a, a, a whoop because uh from my surgery i had in 2011 uh, it took my fault set away uh, and you know, put my voice like an octave lower than it used to be. So I, I had to change a lot of my music to an octave lower and, mm -hmm. and do songs that I could you know, that I could do now. Uh, but so so I could never hit 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 those those notes. So and, and I, I'd be doing something like ooh, you know, and I'm like, damn, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss them off or something, you know? Excuse yeah. me, but <laughs> but you know, I I didn't want to you know aggravate them or anything like that. So uh, one night. My uncle come up from uh, uh, Daytona, Florida, and then he's really interested. And he, he said, uh, "He said, uh, let's, let's go Bigfoot and take me out tonight." So I said, "You might be fun." Uh, and so I took my uh, him and my uh, my uh, son-in-law, and we went to this place, the Wild Man Bottom Road. And like I said, I've been out there several times, and I've hooted and hollered, and, and never really got any in, anything to uh, you know talk about. Besides, it just looks really squatchy out there, and. Uh, Anyway, we got there. It's like 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 one thirty in the morning, 
And I, and I told Jim, my son-in-law, he's got a real high voice. And I said, I said, dude, I said, well, I want you to holler just as loud and as long as you can do it, you know. And and he did. And man, about about 20 seconds later, it sounded like the woods come on fire. I mean, he just woke <laughs> up, uh, just critters everywhere. Uh, you know, I'm, there was a mixture of all kinds of things, apparently. And uh uh, we believe there was there, there's some Sasquatch in there, and I say that is uh, uh, my good friend Christopher Noel. I got my Chris Noel hat on today, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, he had it analyzed uh, with some friends of his that that do the uh, does the audio uh, linguistics or, or ever how that was about a three syllable word. I almost said that, uh, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, but 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 anyway, uh, and, and you may know my case. That's Malaga, something with an M. Uh, the name of the guy, I can't remember his name, uh, but, but he's 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 kind of real, uh, very popular in Bigfoot community as far as doing audio uh, analysis things. Mm-hmm. But but he checked it, he looked at it real deep and said, "There's a there's a there's there's probably some boogers in there because it's got it's got the ooz, it's got the the range of things that humans can't make, you know." And, and that's yeah. I was really really excited to make that catch. Uh, but uh, that was a uh, that was in June. Of 2018. Now, if you want me to back you up uh, uh, and kind of hit all my little encounters, I've only had had one where I've actually saw something with my own eyes. But I I, I, I filmed some things, you know, that I didn't see till later. You know, looking at the film, you know. Uh, but well, there it is. Oh, there's Gala, I believe, or Monongahela. That's it. That's it. See, Monongahela. Yeah. Now, how in the world you? You, you expect old old country boy like me to say that name, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, yeah, he he's on. Right. But anyway, back in uh, uh, uh this was in in May of 2018. Um, I had walked out onto my back porch uh, about 9:30 in the morning, drinking a cup of coffee, and I saw a a beautiful red fox in the field behind my house. So I gave my, grabbed my camera, you know, I said, I'm going to do me a little National Geographic video here and see if I can, you know, follow him and get him on film. So, uh, like I said, I, I've, I've been out these woods uh, many times, and, and not, I don't, I've never been sneaky when I go back there, you know, because, you know, you, you're not going to sneak up on these critters, uh, uh, you know, because it, it just think, I mean, it has happened, you know, people has come up on them, then they turn and look like, you know, what you doing here? What you doing? Here? So mm. it does happen. Yeah. For the most part, it don't. So anyway, this particular time I was being sneaky, you know, just being real quiet. And this may have had something to do with, it, I don't know. But I followed the fox on to, I lost him. He took off up a trail just right on the other side of my neighbor's property, which is, uh, it's fenced and it's, it's uh, leashed off for hunting and things like that. And it's private property, so uh, I don't go. I don't go there, back there, uh, you know, too often. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, but I stopped. I lost. Took off a trail. So, being a, a beautiful morning, like I say, a sunny morning, I stopped right there by the fence, and I, and I actually put my phone in my pocket and crossed my arms. Was standing there looking at you know, what a beautiful day it was. And uh, I saw. Uh, uh, you, know, you could see that the, the sun was coming down on, on a sunlit trail. Just, I mean, just like it looked looked like a movie. You know, just just like yeah. the sun was following the trail. And I happened to to look over that way, and and out of the out of from the left side, 
and and, and I describe it like this uh, as fast as was if you if you turn your eyes to the left and move them as slow as you can all the way to the right ever how many seconds that is that's how long I saw this and it and it, it, it come out from the left it was very fast and uh it was, it was solid black and it was at least man size. It was probably about a, a 150 feet away. I'm not real good judging distance, but I, I would guess something like that. So I couldn't really make out details other than a, a black solid profile. And uh, no. the weird thing about it is it, 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 it was leaned forward at about a 15 or 20 degree angle, like a, much like a skier would be, you know, going downhill. Mm -hmm. but, it's, yeah. but the head or the hair or whatever it was, was tilted way back. I mean, it looked looked really odd, you know, and 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 it was, like I say, it was moving faster than any critter on two legs is supposed to go, as far as I know. Right. And uh, and and again, uh, you know, like we talked about, the the thing was gliding. It was gliding mm -hmm. through the woods, and, and, and yeah, I describe it like this: if you ever watch a, a movie, and maybe that they're they're showing uh, at the end uh, how the movie's made, and you see where they may put rails out somewhere and put a camera on rails, you know, all over rough terrain, you'll just get smooth footage. Right. You'd have thought there was a dang rail out there in the woods, and this thing was on that rail. That's how yeah how smooth it was. It just, yeah. I just don't understand that, but it, but that's the way it was. And uh, and and like I say, it was gone, and I don't know whether. Uh, whether it was after that fox or what, but it, it went off in the same direction as the fox was going. So you know, that's what I maybe theorized that it wouldn't pay as much attention to me because maybe just seen that fox and took off of that fox when that fox took off. Right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now the, the 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 weird part of this and 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 it even wears me out to, to talk about it, but it happened. Uh, but it, it, all of a sudden, uh, I got a. Uh, I think they call it zapped, you know, from what I could read zapped. I don't know. I, I've read up on some of this stuff. But what happened? I, I, I felt like all the blood went. I, I wasn't scared to start with. The thing didn't scare me at all. You know, I was, uh, and I wasn't really, I, I guess I was uh, excited a little bit. Say, oh, like, you know, there goes one. But the, the, the blood went to my face. Uh, I felt like I was, uh, I actually felt like I was going to cry. I felt like I was going to pass out. I was, I was hyperventilating. And, and I couldn't figure out why. And, and the only thing I could think of, and it's because I've always documented everything, uh, even in the music business, everything I've done, everywhere I've been. I, if I had a camera, I was going to document it, you know. Uh, uh, that's why I can show you even photos of, of people like me and Ernest Tubb. I mean, go way back. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, I, I pulled out my camera. And, and and I remember this, this the actual footage is actually on my, on my YouTube site. And I put it there, you know, just just to sort of be there, you know, not to show people that much, but just so I'll have it there documented in, in case something gets lost or whatever it'll be there. But it's, uh, uh, I couldn't make sense out of my camera. You know, I, I wasn't sure if, it, I really, I couldn't figure out how to cut it on, get my camera app up and stuff. And, and I, it was just weirdest feeling, but I eventually did and got it up just long enough to, to tell what happened, what i seen. Yeah. Then, I knew right then I said, okay, I got to go back to the house. And, and like I say, it was in basically my backyard. My, my, my house was in distance. I could see my house, you know, through the woods, but it looked like it was a hundred miles away at that time. Right. My, my wife is a nurse, a retired nurse, you know? So I thought, okay, do I need to call Robin or do I, 
do I call 911? You know, am I having a heart attack or, or what, you know? And I thought, well, if I call 911, that ain't going to turn out too well, you know. I ain't no telling where I end up, you know, there when I tell them what, I, what happened, you know, what's going right. on. So well, I just instinctively called a good friend of mine that I had been chatting with, and, and, and he's, he's pretty well known in the Bigfoot community. He, he's, not, he's not doing too well health-wise now. And, uh, and, and, and I won't say his name, you know, because he, he's never been one to be public. People know him. And, and I called him. Excuse me. And he, he basically just talked me out of the woods, basically, you know, Dale, you know, keep breathing, you know, just, you know, just keep talking a little bit, but breathe, you know, keep focusing. And, and, uh, and uh, I stumbled out of the woods, uh, stumbled into the door. My wife thought I was having a heart attack, uh, but uh, uh, she immediately noticed it, it was a, a panic or anxiety attack or something. Mm-hmm. But, I, like I, I, yeah. but I eventually calmed down, you know, felt pretty good. Well, Dale, now, I, I know it's been a while, but uh, if you can think back, Immediately after you had that sighting, uh, you were having a little trouble, you know, getting your camera going. And everything. Would it be fair to say you were experiencing some confusion or uh, definitely confused. like lightheadedness or something? Definitely. No, that was the first time you actually saw one. Yeah, it's the only time I've ever seen one, actually, with and, my own eyes. Yeah, and, you know, I know people like to call it zapping, but to me, it sounds like just a normal reaction anxiety attack I guess. yeah that that you know understand that that even though you may believe in them now you now you really believe them because there there's one there it is you know, and, it makes it a lot can, of sense true and, and you can short circuit sounds like to me it's just post it's post-traumatic stress you know it's just a, a, a very shortened it's not a long-term thing but in the short well, term, crazy, yeah. I never experienced it before that and haven't since. But uh, later on that day, and I call this part of my proof of evidence, is mm-hmm. I just uh, uh, I just happened to have a doctor's appointment scheduled that evening. And like I said, after a while, I felt okay, felt normal, you know, kind of excited, all right. like, all right, you know, I've seen a booger out there, you know. So mm-hmm. anyway, I went to my doctor's appointment and they took my temperature, blood pressure, done all that. But when she took my blood pressure, she took it again. Then she she stopped. She looked up. She said, "Mr. Boswell, I said, are you feeling okay?" And I said, well, "I'm feeling pretty good." She said, uh, "Your blood pressure has never been this high." You know, I thought mm. to myself, "Like, well, I ain't yeah. never seen a booger before." You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but right. Uh, but uh, but anyway, I, I basically told her, you know, what went on, and and, and being in in, in old, uh, old country town, you know, we talked to our doctors, and you, know, a lot of my doctors and the medical people, they're they're into the Bigfoot thing, like a lot of people. So, you know, they were like, wow, that's crazy. So anyway, it went on my medical records as patient claims to have seen a Bigfoot. You know, so I'm medically documented now, you know, whether, <laughs> wherever it takes me. I don't know, but. Uh, but hey, there, here comes you know. the guy with the Bigfoot sight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Excuse that me, was, sir. That was, that was May the 2nd. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Take your Thorazine at the door, please. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Dale said something that really intrigued me, Steve, but because uh, when he described, you know, he, he'd seen it moving downhill, uh, a very good, uh, my, one, of my, <coughs> one of my best friends uh, from childhood, John uh, Gray had seen one and it was moving downhill. He described it the same way as the movement was like it was gliding. Yeah. Uh, there, there was not the, uh, you know, normally if you see an animal or a person moving, walking, you see the head bumping up and down when they're walking. And uh, John disgraced said, no, it was completely level and just like it was gliding down. So well, that, this, that's this intriguing. Basically on, on level ground, 
Mm-hmm. That's why it was looked so weird, like a skier going downhill, but it was right. like a bevel right. down. You know? Now, I, I just want now, 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 I did look up. You know, my first instinct was think, okay, was could this have been a shadow going yeah. through the tree? So I looked up and right. I didn't see any planes or, or birds or anything. But then I thought, yeah. well, you know, this was this was going through. It was solid. It was going in and out like a, a shadow would fall in and out of the tree. I said, no, it was solid, whatever it was. Right. So anyway, a uh, little little quick housekeeping here. I'll throw a shout out to uh, Edward. Hello, Ed. Hey, Ed, welcome. And uh, Mark Mills in the house. Hello, Mark. How are you? Um, uh, John Swan is in the house too. Asked uh, new seat or new background? Uh, hey, no, I'm just uh, you, uh, new green screen. So uh, <laughs> I actually experimented with one uh, a few months back. It worked okay. Now I got the real thing and uh, studio lights and everything. That's why a new camera. That's why it looked a lot crisper. Yeah. And everybody seems to think. Uh, you have a green screen too. <laughs> it does. It looks like a picture perfect background there that you're in, Chris. Well, yeah, that's my green screen. Yep. <laughs> um, and Low Rider asked a question. We're going to be getting to that that portion much later on in the show. Uh, I don't want you know that particular thing to dominate what we're talking about tonight because that's old news and bad news. Um, so um, and. Um, Quick, what he also said, cool background, Steve, much nicer than Todd Standing's closet where he does his shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, come on, guys. Let's don't throw rocks now. Come on. <laughs> <That's funny>. um, <laughs> Dale had said a lot of things. I think Bob uh, just is. I think Bob saying is, is that why you're, you're oh, maybe it's, uh, oh. is that why it's on Pornhub? <laughs> Your background, Chris. <laughs> oh man, we run a family show here. <clears throat> family show, that's right. Most of the time, PG thirteen. But uh, now, uh, something else that Dale said that really intrigued me was yep. uh, when he was talking about his do- his daughter sighting. Uh, she, you know, said they reminded her of polar bear, uh, which that brings me back to. Uh, Uncle Uncle David siding here in Kentucky. Well, well let's and, you know if we got a few minutes, Dale. It, it, Chris has been requested for the last couple of weeks to tell his story about his uncle. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? I don't want to catch any crap for you not telling this story this week. <laughs> Love you, uh, but but you know, hey, I'm getting called well, on the carpet, and that's fine. So let's, that, it's that's originally what what got me interested in uh, Sasquatch Bigfoot. Uh, when I was a, a young kid, uh, my grandfather would tell me uh, just interesting stories, uh, you know, of things that happened to family members and people he knew. And uh, he was an honest man. Uh, you know, if, if hopefully, you know, it, it was my plan to, if I could be half as honest as, as he was, I would be, you know, one of the mo- mo- most honest peoples you would meet. But anyway, um, this happened to his brother in in Cumberland County, Kentucky. And uh, uh, it was my great uncle, uh, David Turner. And uh, David, at that time, and I'm not sure of the back, because, you know, this this was told to me in the early 1970s. And I'm not sure if it was the late 30s or 40s, but sometime around in that area, uh, at this point in time, not everybody had a car in that area. 
and uh, they lived back about four miles uh, up the holler, which you know we call a, a holler is a valley here, a uh, valley between two hills. And there's usually a creek or a branch that runs along the hollow, you know. For those in the Northeast? Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, Uncle David lived about, that's about four miles from the main road back on these hollows. And the road they had was the branch. The creek bed itself was the road. Uh, and at that time, you know, man, it was still common. People were using horses and wagons, okay, to travel at that time. And uh, although people had cars too. Well, anyway... Uh, David's buddy had a car. And so like on uh, Saturday nights, he would walk the four miles up the, the branch to get to the main road. And he would catch a ride into Burksville with his buddy and they would go watch the movies and go, go see a, a show. And uh, his, his buddy would not drive his car <laughs> through the Creek. Uh, the, the, you know, cause so David had to walk it. And I don't blame him. That, it was rough. I don't see how they did it. But anyway, uh, one uh, Saturday night, Friday night, uh, his buddy let him off there at the main road, and David started across. Uh, you had to walk across across one large creek, which was around eighty to hundred feet wide, and then you get to the branch, was you know maybe eight or ten feet wide, and he would follow that to the to the home. And uh, David crossed this large creek, and there was a, a large tree. Uh, sitting there on the on the creek bank, and had the where the water had washed the root. You could see some of the roots were exposed. Well, uh, a white, solid white creature standing on two legs stepped out from behind that big tree, and grabbed him, and picked him up off the ground. And uh, David said, when he got lifted up, he looked, and there were, uh, well. Granddad said that David told him when he looked after he got lifted up off the ground, uh, there were two more that came from behind the tree. I sure hope he was wearing brown pants. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, a smaller one, uh, which would be like a juvenile. And then there was a, like a, a little larger one, which he, he thought, I don't know, it could have been the female. I'm not certain, but there were two smaller ones. The big one got David. They picked him up and he fought with it and it was squeezing uh, the breath out of him. He was about to pass out. Somehow or another, he got loose. And he ran the rest of the, the four miles back to the house. And, uh, you know, as far as I, he described it. Go ahead, Steve. He was just trying to give him a hug. Mm -hmm. Well, at that time, nobody heard of Bigfoot, Sasquatch. This was way before Patterson Gimlin, you know. And David did not understand what happened to him and, and what had got a hold of him, what he had seen. So the only thing he could tell people was that he thought since it picked him up and, and squeezed him like in a bear hug, he thought they might have been polar bears. And, of course, you know how everybody in the area would be like, OK, yeah. So David seeing polar bears, you know, that's not not that's not good. But. Uh, from then on, though, the, the moral of that story was from then on, he would take a pistol with him and he would stick that under the roots of that tree at the creek. And he, uh, when his buddy would let him off, he would make sure that his buddy shined the lights to, on the tree until he could get over there and retrieve that pistol. <laughs> and then, then he would yeah. walk home. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the encounter of David Turner.
and, and uh, that was my granddad's brother be my great uncle and and thank you, Dale, for letting Chris tell that story. I was afraid I was going to get the switch this week. If I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, no, that's a, that's a great story, man. Thanks. That, that's that. what really got me interested in Bigfooting, and especially since this was supposed to be a white one or white right. group. And uh, when uh, when you described that, uh, that your daughter had, had described it, maybe a polar bear or something, right. uh, you know, that that's exactly the way that uh, David had described it. Because uh, that was the only reference he had. You know, he right. knew that it, it picked him up, it hugged him, squeezed him, and he thought it was got him in a bear hug. So, must have been a bear. You know, only kind of bear that he knew of that was white must have been polar bear. Wow. wow. You, you know, I get a, a, a lot of reports. Uh, uh, people have stopped me in, in the store, especially a lot of Dollar General stores, you know, for some reason. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, uh, sometimes they'll say, are you that singing Bigfoot guy? I'm like, well, I guess so. That could be me, you know. And they was, they would, you know, of course, I'm just sure you run to people like that. And they say, are you, are you serious about this? And I said, well, I say, yeah. And they said, well, let me tell you what I saw. And, mm. and several times it would be a white Bigfoot or a white creature. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. That's, in Alabama, and I think there's actually some people refer to them as, a, as the white thing, T H A N G. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it referred to as that, but it's kind of, it's kind of weird, you know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I, it, it happens. I mean, uh, I, I believe the Fort Worth monster was a white Bigfoot. Um, so it very, uh, it happens that, and not that, unusual. It's the the news, uh, the reports from uh, Eastern Kentucky uh, are prevalent. They they do have a lot more white white creatures reported or sighted over around the Cumberland County area. Um, Cause that, that, that area over there is pretty, pretty hilly. And, um, you can, you can get lost in there. <laughs> you can get lost and, and not find your way out. But, uh, it, I can't remember the name of the book, but uh, when I was a kid, I read a book about a guy that was doing a study on a group of white big feet, big foots, whatever you want to call them. And over in that area of Kentucky and, uh, Oh, I need to dig that up again. <laughs> my, my dad's people are from Kentucky, and we used to visit quite a bit when I was a kid. And I, I still picture riding up and down those those hills, you know, where you meet yeah. yourself around the corner. But, uh, yeah. Know. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, bronchitis is was just hitting me for a second there. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm actually dealing right now um, with a case. It's on the Vermont border. And uh, this guy's had some activity the last few years. Had uh, He was out fishing with a buddy, and something had thrown a large boulder into the or rock into the water near their boat. Yeah. Um, he's heard some vocalizations that he can't explain. Um, he's heard some tree knocking. And uh, apparently... Um, he returned to his camp this year where it is and something had torn the door off his RV mm. um, from the bottom. From the looks of the pictures, I got the pictures and there was mm -hmm. a trackway in the snow leading away from the trailer, leading wow. away from the RV, going back into the woods. And he said nothing was disturbed in the trailer. It just something just came along and, you know, yeah. pulled the door off, <laughs> probably took a peek around, and and that sounds very familiar because deja vu. <laughs> that yeah, same thing happened to Chris. 
we had a, a, a rental, a, I'm going to say mobile home. It's a nicer word uh, here in Kentucky. Uh, uh, my parents owned it and it had sat empty for, you know, I don't know, two, three, four months. And uh, I went over there to check the properties and the back door had been broken into. And, but it didn't look, it would look kind of odd because the, the back door, it had glass and the glass was broken in from the outside because all the glass was laying in the hallway floor of the, the mobile home. And then the door was warped and the frame was pulled out. It's like uh, somebody had reached, busted the glass, grabbed the door and just ripped the door open <laughs> and pulled the frame out of the wall, you know. And, uh, of course, because, you know, it's insured property, we had to have a state police report on it. And the state police trooper came out to done the investigation and me and him were both scratching our head. He said, I can't figure this out. He said, if somebody said, obviously they were outside and they broke the window to gain entry. He said, why didn't they just go ahead and just reach in and open the doorknob and open the door rather than, he said, I can't imagine the, the strength it took to pull that out of the wall, but uh, there it is. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Is it Bigfoot related? Well, I don't know. Uh, Somewhere it, I have that uh, that picture of me pointing out the damage. Yeah. And what, what I find interesting <laughs> is that the staircase was not there. Mm -hmm. Right. There were no stairs. So whatever, you know, you know, obviously it's going to kind of kind of hard if you're pulling up here like this to where the doorknob was mm -hmm. and the glass was even higher above that. Yes. You're yes. trying to, you know, it, it makes no sense. You have no leverage on the door. I mean, if it right. was if somebody had to be pretty tall. Uh, yeah. whoever it was. Yeah, it was... Uh, or what? I mean, the only thing I can think of is, they, you know, it could have been somebody that brought a ladder. But, <laughs> but but then again, there's no footing marks. I think we looked for that, too. Yeah, that was the thing. Uh, you know, I, I didn't find any tracks yeah. around there, but, you know, no boot tracks either, but no, no footprints. Uh, but it's just uh, something interesting. And that, that property on the home farm... It's always, uh, it's not something that occurs all every day. Like they're not routinely yeah. there, but maybe during the late, early spring, late spring, and then uh, early fall, late fall, they seem to be moving around that waterway that runs through there. And it was because of that. That's how I met Chris. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's first day man, Steve, man. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's a never, so let's talk about uh, a couple of your videos. Uh, let's talk about the face video first. Uh, you uh, set us up for this. Uh, this, this just come about a couple of weeks ago, even though it was filmed in, in uh, again in 2018. I, I, I just, uh, I think I'm going to do a little short documentary and call it 2018, the year of the backyard monsters or something. Cause so much happened that year. Yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, uh, I had been a couple of weeks ago. I was I was uh, uh, looking at some uh, some old files on my computer, and it's old it's old PC. So I was trying to speed it up a little bit and, and delete some things. And and like I mentioned earlier, I, I document everything. So I've got so many videos and photos, and no no telling what's in there that I missed, especially after I found this. But anyway, this one particular video, it was a just just glancing, it it just was dark, you know. But I heard I could hear something. I thought, well, let me, let me let me see what this was. So I you know, I, I listened to it and, and, and I remembered it. Then I said, okay, I remember that. Uh, and I was uh, we were we were eating eating dinner one night 
and and I heard some some loud noise outside my my window. You know, I didn't know what it was out in the backyard. Of course, so I, I grabbed my camera in one hand and my flashlight in the other and, and went to a, went to see what it was. You know, went to investigate. That's what that's what we do. Uh, but I walked out there and and this thing was still still bellowing and hooting and hollering. Um, but I didn't see anything. And, and and you can see in the footage, it's about one minute and 15 seconds long, but I'm, I'm just constantly uh, scanning the tree line, looking for eye shine or anything, you know, and, and right. didn't see anything with my, my naked eyes. Uh, so, uh, uh, and, and this is another weird thing that, uh, that I noticed, and I haven't mentioned it too far, because a lot of people mention this, but right at the end of, of the footage, the, the camera freezes up. And I think I remember that's why I come back in the house. Oh, that like the camera stopped. So I just go back in the house. Hmm. And, and I, I thought back many times I've been out there in those woods filming something and, and my camera would act stupid, you know, and, and you hear people talking about things like, so I thought maybe yeah. that's what it was. But anyway, I come back in the house, like I said, I didn't see anything. And I, and I, and I downloaded a, 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 apparently the, the video and other things. Apparently. So uh, I never thought anything, anything else about it. So two weeks ago, like I said, I was looking at it, I heard everything. So I said, what is that? So I slowed it down and I started watching, really just watch where my, uh, where my flashlight's moving. Cause that's all you can see in a way. So if you just follow my flashlight, uh, it, it's crazy. Uh, in, in the bottom right-hand screen, it appears to be, uh, uh, it looks like a Bigfoot. And, it, and it, it may be one of the best images of the face of, of, of a Bigfoot. I'm sure they don't all look like mm. this. But it, it's real. It's almost comical, almost goofy looking. Uh, but it, but it, it looks like it, it. It runs up to me, looks straight at me, and, and it couldn't be me just a few feet away because, uh, like I say, this footage, even though it was at night, there were enough things that lit up that 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 I, that I, I could go out and and actually I have uh, made comparison videos and, and photos, of, and, yeah. and and trace actually almost exactly where I was standing at when I took the video, and so I can do a daytime comparison of, of what was what and where it was, you know, but this thing, it come right up it looked at me and strode off, you know, and, uh, and, and you, it, it's, it's real faint in the corner. And unless you just happen to look, looking down in the corner of that screen and you'll see it. So I, so I took it and, and of course having a little background and, uh, graphics, I was able to, uh, enhance now it to a bit. And, at the time you took the video, you had no idea this was going on. No, no, I didn't see anything, didn't hear anything except for the noise in the woods. And I come to find out, uh, some people had told, uh, told me that the, uh, the noise was, was a deer in distress, which I thought, well, that kind of validates the, hmm. what I saw and you know, some other things I, I, th I think I found in, in the film. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, it was a spooky sound. You know, I never heard it before, but that's what it apparently was. And I've looked it up and it definitely was that. But no, uh, up until then, I haven't, uh, I mean, didn't see anything that night, and it was so for that stuff to be in the footage, and uh, this is at the at the first part part of the footage, and, and, and like I said, I, ch I challenge anybody to take this footage, and and, and like when I, when I approached uh, approach Steve, I said, you take it, you got you tear it apart, go deep as you want to do, color it, enhance it, whatever. That thing don't go away, you know, whatever's in the corner. Uh, right. You know, so, so well, there, you know, I, my, I, my light hit it right in the face, whatever it was, even though I didn't see it. Yeah, I, totally I, quiet. I, I admire you for saying that too, Dale. You know, you're, you know, it, a lot of folks, uh, you know, will get so overprotective of their stuff. 
hmm. that, you know, I, I think that if somebody down the road said, well, you know, really, it could be this, you're open enough to say, well, yeah, it could be. You know, well, that's that's what I like about it. I don't think that's going to happen, but yeah. um, the thing will be is I'm pretty, I'm definitely sure what yeah. it wasn't, you know, because yeah. whatever it was was at least as high as I am from where I was holding the camera about this high, like you would if you was filming. And sure. it come up, it had to be at least at least as tall as I was. Sure. And, uh, so we're and, gonna, and, yeah, we're so we're gonna sure. watch this all together. Um, <clears throat> we'll play the face video first, and then we have the and, and I gotta give you props. You try you recon you did a reconstruction and everything. I think that's awesome. Oh, I've, um, I've been working my butt off, and I've done mm -hmm. several of them. I, I, I'm trying to show it as best as I can, and as truthful as I can, what is there and what what you know. What you see and what I see, I hope it'll be the same thing. But yeah, if you got a chance, play it. Okay, so let's uh, let's take uh, give this a listen, and I'm going to mute myself. But uh, if you want me to stop the video at any particular point and want to add some of your own commentary, please just let me know, Dale. We can let you do that because we can talk over the video. So we're going to play this right now. Here we are. see some of the color images right there at the start is of the steel images you literally had to look at this thing frame by frame that's actual footage see how fast it is yeah and and just not if you weren't paying attention to it you just think oh, i just flashlight just shine on something but when you look look at it <laughs> something looks back at you and it turned, yeah. Yeah, and slow it down. It, it looks wow. like it turns and strolls off, you know. And 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 when when you listen to it, you didn't hear any footsteps. You can hear my footsteps when I'm walking a little bit, leaves crunching. But how can that thing not make a sound? That you know? is right there. That's pretty, pretty interesting. You know, I, 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 at first I called it a ghost. Maybe it's a ghost or something, or a ghost, or a ghost of a Bigfoot. But it's got, you see how big the ear, it's got a big old ears. And if you look at it close, the ear uh, seems to connect with a brow ridge. And that's real you know, odd looking. And I got some other videos that I make it show that. Hear that, hear that in the background? That's, that's the, the deer in distress. This is the original footage. You just watch my flashlight. See where it shines. Oh, and there you have it. Uh, let's run this one more time, just because it's. Uh... Yep, and Suzanne agreed that was uh, deer snorts. We'll play this again. Very interesting. You know, it's these little things. Wow.
Yeah, the the turn yeah. is what gets me. Yeah, and you 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 can almost see the the back of its head, uh, way it's contoured, and and the ears from the back end you know, when you look along on a big screen. Well, one thing's for certain. Uh, these things aren't pretty by our standards. <laughs> you know, uh, if you fellas get the chance to look at this, well, this is the full footage again, but there's something towards the end of the footage I've really been looking at hard, and it really freaks me out. I'll tell you about it in a second. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Dale. Tell us what you it's wanted okay. to say. Yeah, at, at the very end of the question, it's hard to see on that. But also you had to look at it frame by frame. <clears throat> but it's actually on, on the left-hand side of the screen. And uh, it's uh, what it looks like to me and what I can, what I can make out of it. And it's, not, and it's weird, but you hear many people talking about these dogman things that look like werewolves. To me... And it may just be me, but it's side profile, and it looked like a, a werewolf. Uh, 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 and almost looked like a cartoonish werewolf. I mean, I can see, a, like I say, frame by frame, you actually see a hairline and pointed ears going back, and it looks like a snout. And mm -hmm. But this is the most intriguing thing. When you look at the footage, uh, oh, what, what, my, my, flash, my flashlight just, if I went over just one more foot, I'd probably caught the whole thing. But you see, I just barely caught it spaced. And, and that's that's when it jumped back, moved, you know, when I call it face. But you see it, and I know good and well it's a hand because you see five fingernails when, when you look at it. They're lit up, yeah. and they're, they're reflecting, and they come across as it turns like that. And, and so, the intriguing thing is they come across right in front of a, a, two trees that are, are bent in such a way that I, I could pinpoint them exactly. And where the hand come across that looks like a hand to me was five feet high. You know, so it was at its gotcha. waist. So, so whatever this was, it was something. Well, but yeah, you know, whatever's on the right of the screen here is definitely has a a nose. So I, you know, um, I don't have a pointer that I can show you, but definitely has a brow ridge, a nose. Looks like ears. I mean, hard uh, hard fit to say. I mean, it, it may look like ears. It may look like an extended brow ridge. It hard to say. Yeah, um, I've got some other images. I, I think yeah. I better color images where <coughs> the contrast was better. And it is. It looks like a beard, <coughs> big old ear, big old monkey ears. Uh, yeah, and that's unusual for it. That, that is unusual for a Sasquatch to have, though. I well, mean. something else too you might want to consider. Uh, you know, I, I've had reports uh, about when these things are close to people, they do things with their hands, like they'll put their their hands up by their face or, or near the side of their head, you know, uh, 
Yeah. See that. We may actually be looking at fingers in there too, in the mix. Part of it. Uh, but I, I've seen y'all fill you fill us uh, some of the stuff I've been working on, and, and it's, it's clearing it up a lot. Uh, it's not perfect, but you can you can make well, things a little better. It, it's interesting to me, Dale. I mean, I, of course, you know, it's not going to win an Academy Award because oh, it's not no. very clear. But now, <laughs> what's interesting to me, and what I do like about it, is what you're showing there is goes beyond pareidolia because whatever you filmed, uh, it turned, it turned, it's, it turned right. its head. Right. The so face, whatever the face you, right. stays there in context. You know, right? Yeah. And you see the eyebrows move. And literally when you look at it on, on screen on something like you can see the pupils, you see mm -hmm. dark black pupils when you, uh, when you really enlarge it in a, a certain color enhancement. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know, color, when you color enhancing them, it's like it don't, it, it, it it's not cheating and making anything show up that's not right. That. Yeah, so, so I just want people to know that when you color and hand something, it's not well not this would, this would be something. enough uh, this would be enough to convince me already that you've got something, you're on to something. You're, you've got something going on in your area. And I wish I'd have caught it. I wish I'd seen this film uh, uh, back in twenty eighteen. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean I'd I've been living in a tent back there, you know. Uh, but it but it, it it has brought a lot of a uh, a sense to me that to, to really know, okay, they're really real. And the boogers in, in my backyard, they come up close to your house, just like you hear people yeah. talking about. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah, again, the thing what gets me is it's so freaking quiet. And why is it like that? You look at Patty, you know, Patty looks so solid and, right. and it's totally different. It's a different kind of creature than Patty is or, or what, right. you know? Right on the 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 home the home place uh, where I used to live, uh, Dale. They had uh, I had uh, just a small uh, little cedar thicket. It was over. It's probably maybe I don't know uh, two acres maybe uh, behind the house, and we never did farm that because it was just a, a bottom, you know, with cedar trees going around the ridge of it, and we just let it be, uh, let blackberries and, and rabbits grow, you know. And uh, that 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 wasn't 300 feet behind the old house, and yet, uh, and oh gosh, I can't remember the year now. I had found tracks, fresh tracks in the snow that had just been made going into that thicket, and uh, so I don't think they really care, you know, if they got a something they see, see some benefit, they don't care if they go near your house or not. And right. um, after that, you know, I installed these big freaking flood lamps around back. <laughs> so at nighttime, it was all lit up back there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that probably makes a difference. But. Yeah, yeah. never, never was interested in having them near the home. Uh, you know, I know I, would, I was fine living in an area where they didn't frequent, but they were there every now and then. But, right. well, uh, you know, my dad, I, I've never I've never done here, even though I, I know that I feel they're here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I and I'm still uncomfortable saying I know, even though I know, you know, and no, and, and I don't care what you say. This creature was right here, you know. I know mm -hmm. what it yeah. wasn't because I just if right. it was a possum or a raccoon or whatever, right. I've seen it, you know, no doubt. So it's just yeah. paranormal, whatever it is. It's supernatural, whatever it is. But uh, well, I've never I've never hooted and hollered at my house. I've done a few mm -hmm. wood knocks, but I've always had the fear. I don't want to too close to my house or my neighbors especially yeah stuff. yeah but, but here they are yeah that that would not be nice you know if your bed's near a window and you like roll over and look out the window some oh, night and there's bigfoot staring at you that wouldn't be nice 
Oh, you know, and I've been looking out my windows for years, so just, just hoping to get a glance, you know. But like you say, it's going to be looking at me up close to first one day. And, oh, Lord. Not interested in that kind of uh, experience, no. Now, if I want to go out and walk several miles and get out into their territory and see one, that's great. But I don't want to see one when I'm laying in bed at the house, no. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I mean, you don't never know when what you're doing that they're watching you doing you know whatever yeah. it is taking a bath whatever you know uh, so that's kind of a little creepy a little very you know, critters but it, that was that's, that's been it's really been intriguing me and and and, and this 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 one uh, one piece of footage has has almost got me to the point where okay i can quit now you know as far as looking you know i, I see i saw it and i know been well, this is not what they all look like, you know, because I, you know, what people talk about being some being really scared and mean looking. I'm glad this one was like that, you know, it's kind of goofy looking, but uh, I mean, Chris says it would ruin my six month bedwetting streak. <laughs> <laughs> and David oh. says, next, they'll want garlic. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, you know, I, I, I waited the bed on up. I was about 12 years old, and, and I got so good, I could hit it from the hallway. <laughs> that's just a joke. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah, that, that was a contributing factor to me uh, moving from the old, uh, the old house. Uh, the, the, the creatures were within 300 feet of the house, and I saw, had, saw evidence and was great evidence because the the tracks that were made in the snow that night that I found them weren't there uh, when I had walked out and I stayed over about an hour and came back and they were there and I was like, whoa! <laughs> Ooh, take a take a second look. Yeah, I've only, I've only found a couple of tracks. You know, it's, it's hard to find tracks in the in Alabama and Georgia. You know, because there's so yep. much stuff on the ground, leaves and things. Really got to find one where they've accidentally yeah. done something. And I think I found one. And again, it was just in my front yard, just a few feet yeah. from where my daughter saw the booger. In there. <coughs> well, you a picture I, of that. It looked like it stepped, stepped in an ant bed, you know, and yeah. that's the reason it left the track. Well, that, that makes me curious, Dale. Is there okay. like a, a waterway, a creek or anything near your house, a, a little branch or water or, shed or anything? Well, well, well I, sent, I sent Steve a picture a little early. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, uh, but uh, I just thought about it right, right at the you know the the start of the show, right before the start of the show. But it was a Google photo I had taken a couple of years ago of, of my home, you know, way up high, yeah. of course, way up high from satellite. But if you look and see where my home's at, uh, it, 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 it's almost shaped like an hourglass. The woods are shaped like an hourglass. Right. It goes down like that, and my house is right there in the center. And it's, mm -hmm. it's just kind of cut out in the woods a little bit. And you see me and my neighbor just kind of right there in our own little spot. Then the road coming across. But my thinking is that, and put it this way, if, if I was if I was a booger, where would I cross the road? I would cross it in yeah. front of my house. Because, yeah. because that's where the woods narrow down and it's the least area mm. where it can be seen, you know, as far as going across fields or stuff. It kind of... Here it can kind of jump in a ditch, go across the road, jump in a ditch, be in the woods again. And that I, makes I don't, sense. I, I, yeah. And and you and you see lots of lakes and things and and, and way back in the woods that I've never even been back there to find yet. You know, yeah. so yeah. Uh, there's creeks, there's you know, there's everything uh, uh, here that that uh, you, uh, that should support you know, something. Well, like yeah, that. It, it makes sense that they would uh, want to you know 
take the route of least exposure. So you've got a natural yeah. funnel there right. and they, they want to follow that tree line until they get close to where they can't anymore, then jump across. That makes and perfect it's real sense. obvious when you look at it, it's, you know, it's the woods, the green, you see almost makes a perfect hourglass. Right. Right where, where does a Bigfoot cross the road? Anywhere it damn well wants. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh man! Uh, but yeah, and, and Suzanne said it. Terrain is everything. Um, and and Chris knows looking at terrain. You know how many times we said, okay, it's got to be this way, and it works. Mm. <clears throat> um, so let's play your other video we have here for, uh, and this is uh part of your reconstruction, I believe. So we'll play this. Yeah, that's the critter, the dog man looking critter I seen. Now, see, look at that. Don't you see, look like an ear? In a... Okay, there it is. This is frame by frame. Now, watch. I think I might have went a little length there. Yeah, and we do want to add that this, this is being added uh, with the permission of the copyright owner because he's yeah. here tonight. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Well, only he can file the copyright claims. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Wait, you know, could it be just the light hitting the back of something a certain way? Uh, when, when you see the daylight footage, daytime yeah. footage, you'll see there's nothing there for it to really hit. Hmm. Right, the, no, no, I, right I'm thinking it, 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 I think there's something there, but I think that maybe it's turned a different way and maybe it's a hair displacement. Um, like this could be the back of the head and we're looking at a side profile of the head and maybe it's got a tuft of hair, especially if it has an ear. That could be the yeah. hair over the ear. Man, I didn't realize I, I told the story that long, but I want to detail, <laughs> I guess, but I'm, I'm still telling it. I should have speeded that up a little bit. Uh, well, you know, there are people there. There we go. <laughs> Speed it up a little bit. Boop. Okay. See that? hand going back and forth there that's freaking fingers look at that you count five of them when you see on a big screen you see five lit up little fingernails hmm. and it goes in front of a tree so there's definitely something in front you see it going in front of that tree there so it's not like out in the open hmm. black you know and by with it going by that tree there, like I say, that's a very unique tree. I was able to measure that exactly where his hand was. And if you were standing there, his, his hand would hit you in the face, even though his head looked like it's two or three feet higher. You know? so whatever it is, it was there and it was big. And it was quiet again. It was totally quiet. But I watched it over and over, backwards and forwards. Uh, to me, it, it looks like it's, it, it turns to the, it, it's looking, looks like it turns to its right, and that's its left hand swinging around as it darts off. Mm -hmm. But again, like I said, when you look at the, the, the footage I'm working on, there's perfect daytime footage where I can show you every one mm -hmm. of those trees that's lit up right there, uh, the mm -hmm. flashlights are on, and, uh, and, and there's there's no, no doubt about it. There it was. There. It was real fast, like I said. I just happened to look there and catch it, you know, like I did on the other side. <laughs> okay, well, there's actual footage of a, a daytime footage right there. And I'm about standing about where I was when I took the footage. And I'm doing some more uh, recreation, a little more uh, 
the more detail. Yeah, I'm liking that. If that's a profile, I'm liking that profile. Ain't that crazy looking? It almost looks like to me. I told my wife, you know, it looks like one of them dang cartoon Bigfoots that, you know, chase Bugs Bunny around or the three pigs or something. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, I'm noticing a, a from what I can see, you know, it, it is kind of detailed. <clears throat> well, that, that's a that's a good question, yeah. Chris. I was thinking that myself. That was the hand. Why is it not casting a shadow? Well, you see, you see a shadow up against the tree there that it comes across. Mm. Uh, watch when it comes across. That, that green behind it is tree. You know, it crosses right past that tree. I see a lot. But it's right hard there. to tell if that's your beam moving out that's causing that darkness to come in i'm just saying uh, you know yeah, uh, just trying awesome, to be objective man. on it oh yeah that um, could be very well you know but uh, I'm, I'm glad it was in front there, of there is there is definitely there there is definitely something there right that, that warrants you know really some further investigation yeah and yeah. definitely and, don't tell uh, what it was but you know it definitely caught my attention and uh, you know, what people now you about, see and, to me that could also be and as I've done a lot of paranormal <clears throat> investigation, was this in night vision by chance? No. no. Okay. Um, to me, it looks like it could be a reflective insect almost. Yeah, well, that's just the, the, the footage right. is enhanced, you know, a little right. bit to, to bring out color. So that's why it looks a little more gotcha. greenish than the original. Okay. But this is, it looks like it could very well be um, the, 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 the little, well, let's see the, yeah, you have to watch. It. Yeah, so you see to me about a second. Yeah, yeah. To me, that that kind of um, yeah. There we are. Hang on, get back. We may be thinking the same see, thing, Steve. That 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 flash, that flash, yeah. might be unrelated. Maybe unrelated. Yeah, to me that it looks like it's going from right to left real quick. Yeah, um, and and it looks like uh, you know as what we call a rod, um, where you know we we get those a lot of time in, in night vision cameras, but it would the same effect would happen with a flashlight. Yeah, and when you add visual effects, it can even amplify that even more. So I I don't know, but there's something there's something definitely on the left hand side. Yeah, there's some kind of profile showing there. <laughs> Definitely. Now this is crazy thing. Y'all y'all gonna think I'm nuts because this one piece of freaking footage is actually a minute and fifteen seconds long. And you have to get into it to look close to see this, but there's a, and it's almost ridiculous, but it's there. But at the yeah. first part where you see the booger face on the right hand corner, yeah. it's hard to see in the original footage, but right beside it. And whatever it was, was in front of me, too. And I know it wasn't my shadow, because there was nothing behind me making a shadow. I know it. But it looks like a, uh, what well, don't look like a shadow. It looks like a, the image of a gorilla, as far as the head, the shoulder, the arm, right down to the elbow where the arm would be. And mm -hmm. it looks like it, when that little face comes up beside me, this thing looks like it raises up and, and goes off to the left. You know, And, and it's, it's really hard to bring out. But you, you can see it in there when you when you when you analyze the film real close and, and you know look at it like, like I've been looking at it. And and again, that's why I say anybody take this film and, and dissect it, look at it and see what you see and yeah, tell me what you think, you know. Yep. Very interesting. I'm seeing some things I like. Yeah, 
There's definitely some stuff going on there, and yeah, but it's been quiet since, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I haven't caught anything since then, and and the reason that is is like I say, all this was in 2018, uh, September 2018. I had went to visit uh, David uh, uh, Bacara out in the, the, uh, the Bigfoot Expedition Bigfoot Museum mm -hmm. in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Dear friend of mine, actually, the picture you got there on, on the on the screen that it was taken there to, at a by his, uh, his okay. museum, but but anyway, uh, I, I had went to uh, up there to uh, to visit him and, and talk to him about some things. Uh, anyway, oh man, God. I lost track. Where was that? Well, we were asking about you know any activity since then. Oh, it's since I too. Okay, yeah. I, I think my short term memory is getting longer. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah uh, yeah september i, I went there to to, uh, to meet uh cliff and bobo was gonna be there and so i went and went and met them and come back but that september i got home and my doctors put it this way is is my back was a was a was a train wreck and it crashed and mm -hmm. I, I had a lot of health issues as far as uh, degenerative dish disease and arthritis and things and for, for the last two years it's, it's kind of put me down uh, uh, yeah, as far as uh, not being able to get out and walk and do a whole lot, whole lot. but this past year I've been feeling a whole lot better uh, last six, eight months. So I say that's the reason why activity stopped. Not not because it stopped, it's because I stopped looking. It's hard, you know. So I don't yeah. know if it stopped or not. But as far as actually catching anything, I haven't, I haven't caught anything. Not, you haven't heard anything either. Or, or no, I haven't heard. Anything. Uh, so usually, usually those guys aren't quiet about themselves when they when they get comfortable in an area. They yeah. start, you know. Messing you know, you, you hear about people uh, talking about migration and, and you see how it kind of funnels in there. And I'm just mm -hmm. wondering, maybe sometimes they don't just I mean, migrate from that side of the road to the other side of the road for a while and head towards the you know, uh, Chattahoochee River. Or, 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 the or it, it could have been one of those temporary things where they were hanging out there just temporarily. And yeah, there's maybe something in the, the uh, you know, maybe something in their normal territory is upsetting them. So they've moved over there for the meantime. You know, it's, a, it's quite amazing, and I appreciate y'all profiling it and showing it. Folks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, give some people some some food for thought. I definitely am gonna mess around with it a little bit, and I'll send those off to you. Oh, um, absolutely. Uh, uh, earlier, we got a question, and and uh, when you first got in, and now we're gonna talk about the bad stuff <laughs> we haven't talked about in a while. We talked a little bit about, it, but that's okay. We can talk about it. it doesn't mm -hmm. like I said, nothing is ever off limits. But somebody asked Absolutely. me, you know, uh, unfortunately, at one time you had got gotten messed up with, uh, like so many of my friends now, um, and it's amazing because all those people that were in his corner are now my friends, <laughs> and uh, when they realized that. You know, this guy is a is a is a a, a crap act. <laughs> you know, they they realized, and you know, I remember uh, Frank Kelly, um, uh, Cindy Schaefer, uh, Andrew Clacy. They all, you know, we all we all talked in the past, and you know, put everything behind us, uh, as did we, because uh, it was just there was there was no no need for any any uh, ill will. Uh, on anything but uh at one time you had gotten involved with uh our our favorite resident mr uh rick dyer um uh, when he had yeah. the second because you didn't know about the 2008 thing so, no i didn't i didn't have an idea i didn't have no idea who, who rick dyer was at the time i, I never heard of him uh, 
and uh, and and I'll just give the quick story of that. Uh, is, is, again, that was in 2011 when I had my surgery and put me out of the music business. Also, I couldn't do anything but sit around and watch TV, basically, you know. And that's when I really got into YouTube. I never watched YouTube very much because it just had so much stupid stuff on it back then. You know? Uh, what I thought back then, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was still true. It's worse now, good lord. I will anyway, admit, I, I will admit, TikTok is taking some of that stupidness away, but <laughs> <laughs> you got that around. absolutely. I, I mean, I subscribed to that, but I unsubscribed, it's just fast. I'm like, oh, God, it's too much, but uh, but anyway, I, I've never, I never you know, knew who he was. And, and when I when I punched uh, or when I typed in uh, Bigfoot in the, in the search engine, uh. I, and I guess he was the he was the thing that time because everything that come up was Rick Dyer, Bigfoot, mm. and he killed a Bigfoot, and shot a Bigfoot, and stuff. So I thought that ain't that cool, you know. So I started watching and and, and watching and the hangout things and was coming on. So I was watching those and 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 what what in in I guess intrigued me was a lot of the people that that was on there seemed to be very intelligent people, you know. That like I'm like. Uh, he couldn't, if it was going on, they couldn't fool him, you know, that seemed like an intelligent guy, I mean, that over like a professor, you know, but, uh, and that's what really got me involved in it, and after I, I really, uh, after I really got on, uh, in, in touch with him, and we became, we became friends, uh, you know, I never looked at anything else, when I, and I don't know if he, and, and I, I, and I hate to use the word he, because I just, I just can't picture somebody doing that to somebody intentionally but I, i'm the worst at being gullible you know i'll believe everybody and i'll give everybody a second chance and i, I, I you know, uh, you know I, uh, just you know i just believe people deserve to be uh you know at least looked at uh, and, and considered you know as far as things they're doing or whatever but i, I never heard none of this old stuff till i got in there then of course he uh Are you he had an explanation for everything you know and I didn't know any better, and didn't know any better, and yeah, I was, it, I, I was, it, it, it was a, it was a wild ride, and uh, you know, I can't believe I, I was there and did all that, and uh, you know, looking so, back now, I'm thinking, the, the question, was gullible was just ignorant or stupid. Yeah, the the, uh, the question that actually came up was a while back, and uh, Low Rider, uh, we're finally gonna, but at what point did you figure out what Rick Dyer was really about? It happened. Uh, uh, well, one thing that convinced me, and you remember the the, the, the Hank thing, is what I was convinced with, mm. is, uh, is uh, I, I saw it in person two times, two or three times, before I actually uh, went on the tour thing with him. But uh, we flew to Las Vegas when he first brought it home. And, uh, of course, it was in a glass case. You couldn't touch it or whatever, but you could smell it. And it smelled like a dead animal to me. You know, I've never been around too many animals or, or taxidermied animals. But yeah. you could smell, and I said, "That's a thing, and that smells like an animal." And that's what kind of convinced me. But you couldn't see it or touch it or anything. Uh, but that was the, the the smell was the biggest thing that intrigued me. Yeah, that was the thing about the Ice Man, the Minnesota Ice Man. It was kind of stinky, so it made you think, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Well, come find out, the Hank thing was made out of camel fur. You know, I'm like, well, I ain't never stuck my nose to a camel, so I guess <laughs> that might be why I didn't recognize that smell. You know? Let me tell you about Ahab, Ahab, she does burn the sand. Remember the old song about Ahab and the camel? Well, anyway, I promised you this, and and 
John Swan called for it too. <laughs> John Swan called for it. Diet peach and apple. Remember, we talked a little bit about that in our in our conversation, Dale, about our unofficial sponsor of the show. So here it is for everybody's enjoyment: the diet peach and apple. You bigfooters, thirsty out there? Well, I suggest to get a delicious, refreshing Snapple. Yes, even the most famous Bigfoot rush to the store to get themselves their favorite beverage, a delicious peach Snapple. No need to be cranky when you can just ask just keep it, your keep loved one for a delicious beverage. Got it? <laughs> Don't give me a Snapple. And don't be in such a hurry. There's plenty at the store. Get me a diet peach Snapple. Try delicious peach Snapple. Don't get me a Snapple. That's great. That's great. Good job, Steve. I love that. <laughs> Well, yeah, if anybody from Snapple is watching, you know, we, would, we wouldn't mind doing a sponsorship. But also, if anybody from Double Cola is watching, hey, come on. <laughs> Ski, man, come on. I drink it on every show. So, you know, hit us Absolutely. up. Get us, send me a 12-pack or something. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad that, that, that we couldn't get that beer, that beer hookup. <laughs> we, we'd be. Now, that was a commercial. We, we, we would be That's sauced. Well, I, I don't drink beer. <laughs> I don't like beer. People say they love beer. You know, it tastes great. The first time I take a drink of a beer, I was like, Ugh. people oh, drink man, this? I, Good I, Lord. I, no, I, I'm probably one of, if not the only, sober musician in the world. I've never drank and <laughs> don't care for it, but, boy, I played so many clubs and everybody was drinking but me, it seems like, you know. Yeah. That, makes a, that makes for a rough time, but I'm like you, man. That stuff's so nasty. It needs some sugar in I, it or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just don't like it. You know, I, I saw one of my buddies turned up a beer, and, and when he get, put it down, he went, ah, you know, and I thought, I'll try it. <laughs> I took a drink, and he, I found out he lied. There's no way he enjoyed that. <laughs> I, I love a good beer. Uh. Yeah. I guess you know it's everybody's got different tastes. It's an acquired taste. It's definitely mm -hmm. an acquired taste. It's it must be. Yep. Um, but I'm I'm still preferential to my Jim Beam bourbon. <laughs> so uh, family, family show, family show. <laughs> well, PG thirteen. Everybody, yeah. Everybody. Actually, the the uh, our ratings we always make the show not for kids. So if we do get saucy or. Well, Dr drop an occasional explicative like we have been known to do in the past. Um, every now and then, every, just, every just now, a little bit, every now and again, we let the shit storm fly. I mean, the uh, storm fly. Um, <laughs> but we, we can do that. Um, so, uh, Dale, are you gonna uh, are you gonna get out there and try it again some more, or are you still oh, kind of? Oh, I've been I've been at it as, as far as I could go. Like so I, I had to learn. Uh, how far I go and how, how far I can't, you know, just like anything else and getting older. And, and yeah, my, my biggest yeah. problem is just accepting this dang old age stuff. I don't like it. I didn't know to tell me it was going to be like this, you know, but I'm well. just 62. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm still enjoying it and I'm out there looking and uh, uh, enjoying it. But like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm confident enough now to feel like I can say I'm a knower. Yeah. You know, uh, even though I didn't see it with my own eyes, I know 
it was in that film and there's nothing else that whatever it could have been whether it's a bigfoot or a ghost or a, or a, or paranormal well, paranormal possum or i don't know yeah <laughs> well dale i'd like to suggest something i mean uh, yes, i know with your back and stuff it's, it's kind of difficult to get out there and trek around believe me i'm with you on that okay <laughs> but uh you can get a uh since it's close to your home uh, you can get a low cost uh like a security cam with infrared uh, night vision uh that wireless uh, have a little antenna on it mount that yeah. dude out there on a tree somewhere and check it out from inside your home you know uh if i lived near an area like you've got now i would do i would be doing the the 24 hour seven squatch yeah. cam again you know i've heard that but i'd be scared I, uh, scared of running it off and and actually mm -hmm. right after the my, my daughter saw the book i went out and, and uh, immediately bought a, a trail cam right and and put it up and 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 didn't didn't hear or see anything from the, for, for a while so i just right. I said, maybe it's because i put this up and they say it runs them off and, and nah, a, a while back you know, here, know you know that's a very common misconception that oh they can see the infrared well the infrared is only triggered when the camera is triggered so it, it's just a photoelectric eye so no they 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 don't see it otherwise yeah. You know, you can't sense, explain. You know, yeah. yeah, if that thing gonna walk up and look at me eye to eye like that, he sure ain't scared. Yeah. Look at look at a camera. Well, I had my uh, twenty four hour project going for a long time, and believe me, I was low tech. This is back when VHS tapes were still a thing. You know, <laughs> I recorded on VHS tapes, so that meant every six hours I had to go change the tape. And, and then uh, after after I changed the tape, that meant I had to review. Of course, I would fast forward and review six hours of footage on every every time. And uh, man, you know that's uh, I saw a lot of raccoons, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of possums. Uh, there were a couple of things that we got that was really interesting. Uh, nothing, you know, totally definitive. But uh, I did have an orange disappear, and I found the peeling. Nicely piled up in a pile where something or someone had peeled the orange and ate it, I suppose. Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, I just wanted to suggest that maybe like a 24 yeah, hour yeah. recording. Yeah, they thing. make some cool stuff, and that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna check into that. And Quickwitty, um, asks, uh, well, Quickwitty usually has like Chris always has a standard question he asks of witnesses. <laughs> um, Quickwitty always has a question too. What do you think of a government cover up? Do you uh, think the government? Absolutely, I, I believe it is, and 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 I live uh, right. Uh, or, or I can almost throw a rock and hit Fort Benning, uh, Georgia. Fort Benning, Georgia. Even though I'm in Alabama, uh, they actually got part of their base actually extends over to Alabama across the Chattahoochee. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on the Alabama side, and close enough where I can hear hear when they're practicing, I can see them jumping out of the planes. Um, but you know, there, there's been reports and things uh, that you can look up uh, of things going on in Fort Benning. Uh, back in yes. 79, there was a report of a, a soldier uh, had his chest torn out and the MPs and the helicopters were supposedly chasing this, this big critter through the woods. But, you know, you can look it up. And read that hmm. read that. It's very interesting. Now. Um, and, but, yeah, I definitely believe the government knows and, uh, and they ain't telling Oh no no! I, hey, you know what? It is a reasonable question. That's why yeah. I asked it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that, that you know, it's okay to have your standard question. Hey, so yes, since we're good. on standard questions, uh, <laughs> yeah. have you now, ever had a chance to see any uh, eye shine, Dale? 
I have occasionally, and in in nothing I film or call on film, but yeah, I've seen it. Uh, and my, matter of fact, it wasn't long before, and I, my wife brought it up when I was showing her this footage. And right in the same area, when I was looking out the same window uh, one night, we both looked up at the same time. And said, you see that eye shine out there? And it was two different eye shine, whatever. Well, I don't know if it was an mm-hmm. animal or what, but it looked right. too tall to be a standard animal. It could have been a tree or something, but there was you no know, like one here and one here. But uh, yeah, that, uh, that was it. Uh, Can you remember the. Did it have any distinctive coloration to it? Any kind of color? Yeah, it was Why? red. They, red. They were both all of them, both of them are red, or all four of them. You want to count each individual. One, right, right. It, um, did, it was real quick. Now you know, just, but it was real, we saw it at the same time and both looked at each other at the same time. So, you see that? Yeah. So, Next question we have from the chat is from our good friend John Swan. Does Dale have any vocalizations? He had the caps lock on, so he says, why am I yelling? (laughs) (laughs) I do that, John, sometimes. I thought that was great. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I have the the one audio that I called I was telling you about earlier in the show that that, uh, has been analyzed and looked at stuff. uh, uh, And and while we're on the topic, uh, do you have a YouTube handle that people can go to you? I know you can just... Uh, if you go up in the search bar and just type in Dale Boswell, his channel will come up. Right. And, and you'll you'll see, see some of my music and stuff come up, too, and also. In the, and, and, and and I'd like to mention uh, just just quickly to all the veterans out there. I know we got lots of veterans who are into Bigfoot and, and they love this stuff like we do. And uh, I just want to thank them for their service. And, and, and the song I wrote and recorded a few years ago, it's gotten a lot of attention worldwide. It's called My Soldier Prayer. And it's a tribute to the fallen soldier. And I wrote it in, in honor of the families and the friends who have lost people overseas. And it's, a, like I say, it's gotten a lot of attention. It's probably, it's probably my signature song and was actually one of George Jones' favorite personal songs. And I remember one year taking him 12 copies uh, mm-hmm. that he wanted to give out to friends for Christmas, yeah. you know. But anyway, uh, just a shout out to our veterans. And, and, let them know that I, and uh, question... Question coming over on Facebook from Suzanne Farinchak. How does Dale feel about the Bigfoots possibly living nearby? Has it impacted your regular life? It it didn't up until two weeks ago when I found this footage. And, and it makes me not scared or anything. It makes me more aware. Like, uh, I think they're there. And and literally, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to go back too far in the woods or not. Uh, and, and matter of fact, just last week, I... I, my wife bought me a, a tent that I was going to put up in the yard or for the grandkids and stuff. And I was going to put it back there around my area. What, what I actually call it, I call it Boogerville uh, in, in the area. I like to look at it. But I was going to put it back there. And, I, and I'm, I'm not now after I saw that tape because it scared me. I don't, I don't want nothing peeking their you know, head in that tent know, looking at them kids, you know. Maybe, maybe you could put a tent back there and put some Walmart ribs back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Walmart, I know. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with that one. Yeah, it, it worked uh, for him, so you never know. I guess. Yeah, it's mostly uh, working. Uh, right now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that ribs. Huh? Uh, well, I thought maybe you'd set up a tent and put some ribs on the grill. Oh, that, man, would, that would bring them in. I'd be up for, I'd be up for that. Too. That'd bring me in if I live close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll let the drone do the work. How about that? <laughs> I got I got one of them drones in my cart too, Steve. I'm, I'm gonna oh. get one just like that. I love it. 
Yeah, it's uh, extremely light. You don't have to, because it's so light, you don't have to register it with the FAA, which that has to be like 0.55 grams or something. Mine, it's like 0.22. It's very light. It doesn't even weigh a pound. I'm like, like wow, this thing's light. Slap the battery in it, maybe a pound at best, and off it goes. It's kind of funny because I noticed that, you know, the, those propellers are really ripping, but in the video, they look like they're just moving slow, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah. Uh, man, I'm gonna pass hey, hey, on do, the drone. I have time to tell you my 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 other uh, in, encounter. I guess you absolutely. Oh, please, yeah. Right yeah. Uh, and and I sent you footage of this uh, stuff of this too. But this this happened also in 2018. Happened the same same month as I saw the booger running through the woods. I, you, I saw that on the second. This happened on the 18th of May, and and. Uh, I was outside in my booger hut, getting back here. It's kind of like a gazebo type thing, built off the ground. I call it my booger hut. It's got a roof on it, so I can go out there, just hang out, and just look at the woods or whatever I want to do out there. You know, eat a banana sandwich, I guess. You know, last <laughs> tea. <laughs> but I was out there, and I just had bought a, a new camera, a new cell phone. So I was sitting there facing the house, and and it was so so coinky dinky. But I but I had my phone just you know looking at it, and I was going to take a video just to to see the video quality of the camera and, you know, right. uh, what it looked like and if it was going to be a decent camera or not. Yeah. But, and, and this ain't, and I swear they ain't a God in heaven if this ain't true, but I had my finger this far from the record button button. And I heard the biggest crash in the woods to my right. I mean, it's so instinctively, I just turned like that. Right. To, you know, I don't know if you can see me on that. Anyway, I turned my camera yeah. like that. And uh, just just for a second, I seen the blur of something, and I thought, well, maybe that was a limb falling, and I caught the limb falling or going back up or whatever. But you know, I, I've been in this enough to learn that okay, here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to stop filming because first thing people say is, why'd you stop filming? Right. You know, so so I filmed for uh, almost three minutes, and like I said, I didn't see nothing with my naked eyes. Even though I heard a really big crash uh, in the woods, and you can right. hear you can hear part of it on the video. When I turn, you just hear the the, the back part of it. The first part is really loud. Mm -hmm. But I turn and I held the camera like that, and I, I was looking with my naked eyes, just seeing what I could see, you know. And and I didn't want to move the camera in case something got up and run off or whatever. I wanted to catch it, and uh, I didn't see anything. So so I, I said, "Well, let me walk over." So I, so I, I I clambered down out of my booger hut wobbled out you know it took me a second to, to crawl out of it but i walked over there still filming uh and uh, i walked over to where this was and I, I looked up and down looked in the bushes and tree limbs and didn't see anything as far as anything live or dead or or right. crawling or creeping off or nothing you know so i i didn't think that much else about it so i went back and sat back down in my booger hut then i reviewed the footage and within the first first like four seconds and I said that to you too. Uh, I don't know if you looked at it, Steve, but but as I was turning towards it, is is when I caught the film. But it looks, and I've showed it to several people, not saying a word. And I say, "What does that look like to you?" And everybody will say, uh, "Looks like a monkey." I'm like, mm. "Looks like a monkey." I'm like, "Well, we don't have monkeys in Alabama, but you know, and it definitely looks like a primate uh, swing. I don't know if it's swinging or." fell or i don't know if there's a, a mom or something there before but it was awful loud for this thing to be making that much noise yeah uh but but it did uh 
so so that that's one of the things I've been analyzing and looking at, looking at frame by frame, footage by footage. I've done a comparison photos of the actual tree, you know, where it was at, you know, because I could pinpoint it right to the to the wire where it looked like it was close to the, the tree. Right. And and by looking at the video and using the scale and using myself at scale, whatever it was, was at least three, maybe three and a half feet tall. Uh, but it looks like a, a monkey. And I've showed it to, to you know, like I say, several people. And I call it my baby booger. But, you know, I didn't see anything. And it happened during that same month of things that's happening. But it, it's right. on my YouTube channel. And uh, you can you can look at it and see what you think. You know, uh, you know what I know it, it was not. It was not a, a possum. It wasn't a cat. And it wasn't a squirrel. Because uh, right. I've got all them critters around my house, and I've seen them time and time again, and I ain't never seen any of them make that kind of racket. So whatever it was had some weight and was strong. You know? And I've watched my cats chase squirrels up through trees and things like that. So yeah. it, it was it was it was heavy, whatever this was. But you know, take a look at it and see what you think. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to put your entire channel on the show tonight. You know, that's why we yeah. always kind of say <laughs> some for people after the show to go visit your site. Yeah, and, you, know, and yeah. Give you guys them. Some props and stuff. Yeah, well, I, don't, um, I, don't, I haven't been publicly talking about this stuff a whole lot, so I'm kind of yeah. excited to to tell to talk about it a little bit. I guess that's why I'm telling my, everything, you know. And, my, like my, I, I've my, never been one to lie, and I'm not going to lie to you about anything. Yeah. I'm going to tell you straight up what I saw, and what I think I saw, or or what it looked like to me, you know, anything. Like right. That. So, uh, Bo Bob Lemmy says we raised five kids. I've seen a lot of baby boogers. <laughs> 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 ain't that the truth uh, Dave, Dave Wickham uh, turned around and said crying baby recording in a tent with a remote camera covering that's not a bad idea yeah you know I, I saw an earlier show with you Steve I was watching and y'all were talking about the uh, the baby Bigfoot footage of the New York baby Bigfoot yep. footage and this kind of similar it, when I saw this it that's the first thing I thought about was that mm -hmm. New York footage kind of yep. remind me of that. But then I saw uh, some more footage. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw it's by uh, belongs to Brian Sons, S O N S, mm. and he's got somewhat looks like a baby Bigfoot, uh, but, mm. but it kind of looks like mine too. Something well, that's, um, whatever these are, they kind of look similar. Whether they were monkeys or, or what, or gorillas or or boogers or you know deformed possums, I don't know. Right. Uh, but anyway, that's a it's a. I, I, you know, I, I, I enjoy this. I, I really do like most people awesome. get into it. It's almost too, almost well, obsessive, and you know, I call it my prestigious hobby. <laughs> yes, right. That uh, <laughs> it reminds me. Uh, it's been several years ago now, and uh, my mother still lives on the well, or did live on the home farm there. And several years ago, uh, she called me and had me come over there. She was mad, and uh, she had been seeing what she's said was a small monkey and i'm like oh, oh, you know mama you know it's probably a raccoon or something like that she said no it was a monkey she said <laughs> she said because it went up this tree and, and and bear with me here it went up this tree and she said when i went over there to look for it it peed on me <laughs> oh my <laughs> That definitely sound like a monkey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could have been. Well, you know, it, it, you know, it's kind of funny because Alabama isn't too far from, from Florida. And there's a lot of weird animals that get released into the woods. Yeah. In Florida. I mean, they got anacondas, they got monkeys, they got yeah. pythons. ball pythons that are out, out there. And 
some really weird, uh, you see this encroachment of, you know, uh, non-environmental creatures that, you know, aren't, um, sorry, now I'm having a <laughs> indigenous creatures to the area. That's what, I was looking for the word indigenous. Uh, well, I do have it on a VHS tape somewhere. I did record some kind of odd little animal that short, sort of scurried along like a monkey without a tail. Mm -hmm. It didn't have a tail. And uh, I was kind of thinking maybe it's a groundhog or something. You, you just don't see the tail. Or, but this is about the same time that mom had called me and said, get over here. <laughs> But she swears to this day a monkey was in that tree and it well, peed on her. Did you ever ask her if it had a tail? No, she couldn't see it. She couldn't oh. see it in the tree. She was looking for She had got a glimpse of it going up the tree. Gotcha. But when she went to look for it in the tree, all she knew was it, it rained on her a little bit there and she, yeah. it was warm and she was mad. Well, at least it didn't chuck a banana at her. Well... <laughs> that would have been very unpleasant no, yeah. around here it would have been an apple you know because we've got apples no bananas but apples you know a few years ago we were visiting some friends in a tuscaloosa alabama that live on a on a lot of property that is really active and, and she's, she's very well known in the in the bigfoot community uh, she's a good friend of ours miss miss mary Catherine scruggs uh, but we visit we visited her uh, for uh, for a weekend Good night, David. And, and uh, the morning we're going to get up and going to church on Sunday morning. My wife was looking out the window towards her backyard, putting her on a makeup, and she saw a, a baby Bigfoot uh, in, in Mary's backyard, you know, and I didn't see anything. I was in front of the house, and and, and uh, uh, you know, my wife got all excited a little bit, and she was just telling me about it, trying to say, what, what was it? What did it look like? What was it? Tell me, you know, I was I'm more excited her, was her than she was. And she, and she kind of said what what uh, your your mom said. She said it was a dead gum monkey person. That's what it looked like—a little <laughs> monkey person. You know, so you know, she, that, that's pretty cool. Well, yeah. You know, in mom's case, I, I don't really think she's seen a monkey. I, I think she probably caught a glimpse of a cat going up a tree. And then we had these little uh, critters here that's called uh, cicadas. I, I guess everybody's got them. Yeah. Or, or locusts too, the seven-year locusts. And right. uh, both of those things will go, they'll land on a, a sugar tree, a, a maple, and they'll drink and drink and drink the sap until finally it shoots out. Mm. You know, when they can't drink anymore, it shoots out. So I was kind of thinking it was kind of that situation with mom, and she just kind of put two and two together and got eight. Mm, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. She, she might not go for it. We're thinking a bug peed on her. That'd be oh, she she's still this to this day. She firmly <laughs> believes that a monkey went up that tree, and it peed on her, even though she didn't see it do that. You know, I like it. There's a song in there somewhere. <laughs> Are you hitting that monkey? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's amazing that you know people see the little ones. I mean, I saw a, a five five and a half foot one. Back in uh, 2012, and that was quite interesting. Um, yeah, Dale, it was. I, I get out of my tent to use a tree, and there's one going, you know. Wow. And, and my first reaction was like, nah. <laughs> and then all this other high strangeness started, including the finding of a nine-inch track. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, – 
That was it was quite an interesting trip. Um, <laughs> that area was just for a few years, and it seems to be that you talk about you know 2018 and all this stuff going on, but it seems to be very common that you'll have an area which is very active for these number of years and then go cold for a while. Right. So, what, what my advice to you is just if it's quiet right now, eventually someday it's not going to be again. It's going to it's going to spin back up again. And just be ready for it, you know. You know, yeah, as much as people, um, you know, as much as people, uh, you know, we all do this, um, you know, and that's why it's tough for our armed forces when nothing was going on overseas. Is you get a, a level of complacency, and yeah, you know, I'm not going to go check my trail cams tonight. I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to set the, the recorders up because nothing's happened. And then next thing you know, you know, yeah. then, oh man, why didn't I set the recorder up? Yeah. So my, my suggestion to you is don't be complacent. Keep your gear rolling, you know, because uh, on, a, on a bad that night. That was my mistake yeah, by not yeah. looking at what I had yeah. filmed. So that's yeah. look at and, what, you, and, what you're filming. Yep. Yeah. And, and on a, on a uh, one note is, the more you use equipment, the more you get familiar with it and you become an expert at using it. So that's the other plus. You know, if you have equipment, use it. Doesn't matter if stuff's going on or not. You know, it's like, why do I shoot flare videos? Why am I shooting drone videos? Why? Because it's just good practice. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, you just got to keep to it. I mean, you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff because I got a new video editor, which really kicks ass and and the reason why i'm making videos now is to explore you know what i can do with these different pieces of equipment on video even before you know we, we start you know expedition 21 um because it's, i have a very busy busy year this year um kentucky's on my list i think uh ohio is on my list um you know, chances are I'll be going down to Pennsylvania at some point. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be uh, very, very, um, uh, very busy for me and, and all the equipment. And, of course, we're, of course, New York. So we got a lot of equipment in play this year, a lot of new equipment in play. And, you know, it's that process of being familiar with your equipment, using it, learning the charge cycles, learning, you know, so that way I can put a battery in, in the device in the dark without having to worry about it. It's always good practice. So my advice, don't be complacent. Um, 100%, brother. So anyway, uh, Dale, we're wrapping up the show. We got a few minutes left. Uh, is there anything you want to tell our audience out there before you go? No, uh, not really. I really enjoyed the show and, uh, and appreciate the opportunity to talk about uh, some of uh, my, some, uh, adventures. Uh, but uh, the, the biggest thing I have learned from, from my, my research is is to look at your footage and your film and don't do like I do, you know, wait for three years to look at stuff and say, Oh, look at that. And there, you know, and, uh, you know, at least look at it a little harder than you normally would. Yep. Uh, and you may catch something. Yep. You never know. Yep. And that, that's a good point too. I'd like to remind everybody too, if you're out walking in the woods and you see, catch some movement out of the corner of your eye, then when you look over there, you don't see anything, turn your camera on. <laughs> yeah. Film film that area and just kind of nonchalantly look away while the camera is pointing at the area that you saw some movement. But uh, 
do that. <laughs> yep, Suzanne, I will be in Coshocton County uh, the middle of May So uh, for the Sasquatch Triangle Conference. So uh, let me know. If you if you're close by, yeah, absolutely, we'll be Ohio, there. Ohio. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, uh, Chris, you want to, uh, Dave, or I'm sorry, Dale, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. It's been uh, an honor to have you talk about your experiences and share your stuff with us. Uh, we always appreciate yeah. that. Um, and uh, Chris, you want to do your uh, thing real just quick? Just want to remind everybody to check out uh, Dale's channel. Just just pop up in the search bar over YouTube. Hit. Type in Dale Boswell. It'll bring up music videos and his Bigfoot videos. Again, I want to thank Dale for coming on tonight. Wonderful guest. Thank you so much, Dale. Yeah, that's what uh, says. Keep up the great work, Dale. Yeah. I want to thank appreciate all of our listeners. Thank you guys and all, all of our shatters. We appreciate you. It's so wonderful to have you every week. If it's the first time you're listening to us on YouTube, please hit the like, share, subscribe button. Uh, leave a comment if you want to. It helps yeah. us in the search uh, search algorithm and maybe get a few more hits on the video. That's right. And any of you YouTubers out there, you know, give hit that thumbs up button for us. Help us with the algorithm. It always helps. And of course, on behalf of me and everybody here at Squatch DTV, we want to wish everybody a happy, healthy, and safe week. Remember, COVID's still out there, so be careful. Uh, and slowly, we're all getting vaccinated. Uh, I just have. Well, today is what the twenty first, so I got a couple of weeks and uh, less than two weeks, and I'm going to get my first shot. So, right. yay, yay! <laughs> um, but anyway, um, we will, we'll be back here next Sunday night, nine p.m. Eastern, here on YouTube.com forward slash Steve Coles, Facebook.com forward slash Steve Coles, Steve Coles, or Twitter.com forward slash Squatch Det Squatch Det, and of course, nine p.m. Eastern is when we have our show. And, of course, you can always catch the replays either on the YouTube channel or if you're a podcast aficionado like many of the folks are, you can hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, uh, Breaker Radio, Stitcher, all those uh, as we do the audio replay. And we'll be doing that. Uh, That'll be uploaded at some point either tonight or tomorrow morning. And um, so tomorrow afternoon you can hear that this new show. And, of course, we'll keep you updated as our guest lineup hits. Uh, I apologize for the late announcements today, but it's been a busy weekend for me. And uh, I got a lot of catching up with Chris to do. He's going to be pretty amazed what's been going on this last week. It's even got my head spinning a bit. All right. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, folks, we'll, uh, we'll catch you all here next week. God bless. Keep safe. And, of course, of course, keep on squatching. Hey folks, you've been watching Squatch DTV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash steve culls as always have a great week stay safe god bless and keep on squatching